0: Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Thursday. We're getting this done early, September 13th, so you have plenty of time to go over all our information and get your lineups ready for week two of the fantasy season. I'm all giddy because I'm back in the 21st century. That's right. It's been a week of me without internet or UVerse service. And can I tell you people out there, he's been a bear. A angry, angry little girl. Oh, you, you are. You were just... It was horrible. Thank God... I uh, found one of those powered antennas, and I was able to watch some, at least get some local channels so I could watch football this weekend.
1: And when did you get the, the powered antenna or whatever? I mean... Well,
0: let's see. Did you not think of that right away? Not after? right away. Nope. Not until I went to work and somebody said, you know, you should go get an antenna. Like, yeah, those things don't work.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Are you, are you showing me the clarity when you sent me a text? Amazing.
0: And... uh it's not like, I was expecting the two little sticks hanging in the air that you have to put foil on right, and stuff. Right, exactly. Because the TV's in the basement, but it was amazing. Anyways, that being said, we got a lot to get to today. Oh. We have news and notes. We have beat the host. We are 1-0, thanks to me. <laughs> Thank I God. held us together. We are going to uh, beat the host. We got to do must-starts, don't-bothers. We have gambling. We have... Ooh, Say what?
1: Let's not talk about gambling.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, you, do. don't want, you, you can only go up, though. <laughs> That's here. true. I can only get better. <laughs> and then we have the fantasy girl who, um, you know, as always, will always have something to do with what's happened this week. And with me, without internet service and cable TV, I went off of... I got stuck watching a whole lot of NCIS and uh, Law and & Order and that kind of stuff. Right. So we have... One of the girls from that, from Law and Order, and or NC- uh, NCIS Los oh. Angeles. I was really hoping so, Law and so Order you do some do some thinking. Which one from Law and Order? Uh, SVU, uh, Special the Not All. Oh, uh, yes. yes, yes, She might be next week, huh? Could be next week, depending oh, right. on how the TV situation goes. But to start it off, she kind of reminds me a little of a Rebecca <laughs> Romaine de Morn- the Rebecca de Mornay. Yeah. The hand that rocks the cradle? The hand that. Oh. <laughs> Mommy thirsty. And what uh, What risky business she was oh. in. Also. Oh, that's right. She played the hooker, right? She was the hooker in risky <laughs> business. Hooker to a nursing mom wannabe. <laughs> hmm. um, as always, check out the website. Everything we talk about, all links to the news and notes will be up there. Our gambling will be up there. The fantasy girl will be up there. The beat the host contest will be up there. We already have two rainbow bets that have concluded. I lost one, won one, Against me, I'm assuming. Well, I lost one against you and Brad. Because, you know, after we made that bet, Brad sends me a email. To he's the, like, I want I get- to <laughs> get in on that. I'm going, oh, shit, this doesn't look good for me because he's from Ohio and it was the Baker Mayfield one.
1: Oh, yes. God, damn it. But then you got the. I won the Sam Darnold Sam one. Man. So you and I were, were even. You know, speaking of rainbow bets, too.
0: Yes. I, I almost lost the Aaron Rodgers one. I kind of feel
1: <laughs> like you took a rainbow bet off the board. Which one? Which I feel like is poking the gods in the
0: eyes for which you. Which one? Is Andrew Luck still on the board? Yeah, he's still on the board. He's still on the board. He should be, should be like top, top left. He should probably be the first one or something. Okay, like I, I'd, Not a top ten quarterback? You, yeah. Yeah. You know me. I'm not really good about reading the whole... I, I know. You only look for what you want. Right. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, check out the website, mycffl.com. You got questions, comments, concerns, email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at... strap1971 at yahoo.com. And I, I forgot to mention this last last episode, but um, we also have the the comment line. Oh, that's right. 414-520-8249. Call up. Wait for the message to finish. Leave a comment. Good, bad, doesn't matter. We'll play it. We get it. long as it's um, radio-friendly. Well. You know, within reason. Within reason. Yeah. So, all right, we're going we're gonna to do something before we get into um, the news this, and notes. This I don't like. <laughs> we're going to, I'm going to go over things that happened in last week's games. And you're going to rate them one to five. One being not important at all. Okay. One being... Or five being extremely important as the season goes along. All right? Okay, I'm ready. First one. Tampa Bay's Ryan Fitzpatrick accounts for five touchdowns against New Orleans Saints. He also had a 36-yard touchdown run. Well, 36 yards and a touchdown, touchdown run yeah. on 12 carries. One to five. One being what again? One being... Not important at all to how the season goes. Five being very important as to how the season goes.
1: I think Ryan, I'd say one, one. Could, and this, I is, agree. I think he's. I know everybody's saying, uh, Winston might not or won't be coming back. You know they're still going to maybe bench him. Right. I actually think if Tampa Bay wins another game, if they go two and one, yes, on Winston, they might be, hold him out. No, I think they're going to actually have to play him because <laughs> you don't give up the hot hand. Yeah, well, I think I think Fitzpatrick first off is going to have another bad or is going to have a bad week. Okay, and then he'll probably have a mediocre week and still win it, All right. which the Tampa Bay will only go as far as
0: Jameis Winston takes him. That's true. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh oh. Baltimore running back Alex Collins scores, but he's held to thirteen yards. I don't think as much of anything. I think Baltimore was
1: I so one, okay. Because I think Baltimore was so up, they wanted to see what could happen. Let the other guys run it, and I think Dixon Kenneth Dixon got injured. I think he did. He done for the season. Oh, I did not hear that. Yeah,
2: I
0: heard just done. So
1: Alex Collins is gonna oh, the stud. He's gonna so then
0: it. it's that could be very important. Then maybe.
1: Which I'm really excited about because I'm actually, I thought I was going to be playing against Alex Collins. Yeah.
0: And as of right now, well, the, the guy didn't play him this weekend. And the game's tonight. Right. Next one, Buffalo running back LaShawn McCoy, unproductive in the route of the Buffalo Bills, rushed for seven times for just 22 yards against Baltimore Ravens. 1-5. to
1: I'm sorry, I was looking at something.
0: LaShawn McCoy LeSean was McCoy.
1: unproductive. I I still I would say I'm fifty 50-50 on that, so I'm going to say three? three. Okay. I I how he got out of his legal troubles or possible <laughs> legal troubles is beyond you. <laughs> is really beyond me. But Buffalo is a bad team, and I don't think LaShawn's going to be motivated enough. Maybe I should go to. a maybe uh, i'll say 50 50 i'd like to see another game or two
0: next one jarvis landry of the cleveland browns hits triple digits in his debut for the browns love jarvis landry
1: yeah yeah i not quite to a five but i'll i'll go four i'm leaning i think he's he's easily
0: a top 10 wide receiver this year tyrod taylor inaccurate in week one 15 of 40 for 197 yards and one touchdown for a tie.
1: I, mm, <laughs> I want to say something good about Tyrod. Yeah, but you can't think of anything. But I can't think of anything right now.
0: I'll go with two. Okay. Dalvin Cook, 16 rushes for 40 yards in week one against San Francisco and six catches for 55 yards?
1: I would say probably a two. Okay. I don't think Delvin, if I was a Delvin Cook owner, I wouldn't be too excited about playing him the first five, six yeah. weeks. But as I think his, as the season goes on, he'll start be playing more when games are more important.
0: Okay, a couple more here. Okay. New Orleans running back Alvin Kamara three touchdowns in their huge loss in their huge loss against. Sorry, our our assistant producer that's right dancing in the room, <laughs> handing me some very important paperwork. I forgot about. Um, Alvin Kamara, three touchdowns. Oh, huge I, yardage on catches. He's a, he's a five. Yeah. Always a five. Always a five. Let's see if I can find one more. Here we go. Indianapolis quarterback Andrew Luck tosses two touchdown passes in a loss. Thirty nine of fifty three for three hundred nineteen yards, two touchdowns, one interception against the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: I want to say a five, but I'm You'd be lying. I'm I'm gonna be cautiously optimistic and say a three point five. Okay. (laughs) 3.5. 3.5. <laughs> he's a,
0: he's a, he's little, a, over 50, a 50. little over 50 50. <laughs> I'm going 60 40 maybe. All right. Next thing. All right. I'm going to read off some names for you. They introduced this year 102 modern era nominees for the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Uh, and there's five quarterbacks. Okay. Yes or no. Do they belong in the Hall of Fame or should we go quarterback less this year? Randall Cunningham. No. Dave Craig. No. Jeff Garcia. God no. You know who he's married to, though. No, it was was A Playboy Bunny. Carmela de Caesar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Donovan McNabb. No. I'd he's, take Randall Cunningham before I take McNabb. Steve McNair. Oh God no. Okay. Wow, well, good. You agree with me. Running backs. I'm gonna run through a couple of these. Sean Alexander. On the fence, but I would say no. Tiki Barber.
1: Ooh, Tiki's right there. I would say
0: I'd lean yes. Ernest Biner. No. Larry Centers. God, no. Corey Dillon. No. Eddie George. I Yes. Stop. Edrin James. Edrin James. Ah.
1: He almost made it, so I'm going to say yes. Moose Johnson. I say no, okay. but I believe he'll, because he's on TV. Yeah,
0: he's going to get in. He might get in. Uh, that would be sad. Eric Metcalf. God, no. Clinton Portis. No. Fred Taylor. Fred, no. Herschel Walker. Ooh, Fred Taylor.
1: No. Uh, Herschel Walker, no. Chris Warren?
0: No. Ricky Waters. Wide receivers, Isaac Bruce. I think he should. Gary Clark. I think he should. Henry Ellard. Could be in all wide receiver classes here. I could see I could see Henry <laughs> Ellard there. Tory Holt.
1: My God, maybe not Henry Ellard. I'll put Tory in instead. Chad Johnson. God, no.
0: Derek Mason. No. Sterling Sharp.
2: You'd like that's, yourself to sterile.
1: That's my boy. Rod I, Smith. No.
0: Heinz Ward. Ooh, I know you're gonna be bad. I think I think he has a, a good yeah. shot. There's four tight ends: Mark Bavaro. He he. I think Bavaro should be in. Tony Gonzalez. Well, he's a definite.
1: Brent Jones.
0: No. Jay Novacek. No. There you go. That's the show for this week. There. So I <laughs> I pretty much put, put almost everybody in. I, I know well, I went over the six. You didn't have any quarterbacks, right? Very few of the running backs. Did I should have asked you? I, I I know you kind of went through them too with you. I mean, I I pretty much agreed with you. Other than uh, I think the only one I don't agree with is Heinz Ward. I know you're not a big Heinz Ward I fan. Mean, he's overrated, but hey, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> with that, everybody,
2: you know what it's time for now:
0: news and notes. Here we go. I've missed that sound. (laughs) You know what that means. It's time for some injuries. And here we go. First one, the most important one of all. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers was carted off the field and into the locker room Sunday night during the Packers game against the Bears. After halftime, like the goat he is, Mm -hmm. the man among men, the guy who Brett Favre later said then, he made his very own life in pictures or something with that game. Or something like that. Some- he was, didn't,
1: I got two comments on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> didn't Aaron say that he learned from the best quarter, Packer quarterback? Yeah. yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. That, that was one. Yeah. And just so you guys, the <laughs> listeners out there, I want everybody to know this. I know oh, we talked about this Monday yes, night. Yes. I called Dave. Monday after, night. After yeah. the,
0: after Randall Cobb catch.
1: Yep. And I'm going to paraphrase because I'm not sure if I know your exact words. But your exact, well, something what your words were.
0: Do you think he pulled like a Michael Jordan? Yes. I, I, I still think that. You do? I, I still think all this shit that's going on this week is window dressing. Minnesota is saying they no we're they, playing I mean, against we're playing against Aaron Rodgers right. blah, blah, blah blah blah. I think yes, I think it hurt when he got landed on. Oh,
1: I definitely think so.
0: But when he came back out, he was only limping around little once in a while. When to make it look good. Right. I think wow. yes, he got hurt. But I think it's gamesmanship. It's brilliant. Brilliant gamesmanship. I would never
1: I would never say it's gamesmanship because I didn't say it the, the
0: same thing about. I mean, it's not Michael like, Jordan when he had his the flu. That yeah, that much. was bullshit. Yeah, but it's it's not like when when Brett Farr was playing with a busted thumb and you saw the busted thumb. Right. I mean, this is yeah he got his he got landed on, but and again it might have hurt a wow. lot. Wow, I I'm still but, shocked. But did you hear his after the game interview? Did it not sound like he was on some uh, loopy pills? He. A little bit, maybe. But he, he said, he said, I, I was not on any medication, and I won't play on medication. I won't play like that. He won't be at Brett Favre that way. <laughs> <laughs> but after halftime, Rodgers okay. was back on the field and back in the lineup, leading the Packers to a 20-point comeback in a much-needed open game victory. And like we were just saying, there's still no news as to what the injury was other than we're hearing sprained knee, and there's nothing as far as whether or not he's going to play on Sunday, but I'm telling you right now. She's making progress, and she's going to be playing. She'll be fine. Right? Yeah. Panthers tight end Greg Olson left Sunday's game and returned to the sidelines in street clothes and a walking boot. And that, my friends, is never good. No. There goes my trade <laughs> in the offseason. That was a—well, but then you got rid of them, didn't you? No, I—well, I, yeah, I cut him No, I still haven't. No, have you them traded the, them. No, I have him in the Dynasty League yet.
1: Dave, are you sure? Because I thought you traded him to another for,
0: No, because I started him this week. Hmm. Okay. off will to look. I'm pretty sure I have him. He left Sunday's game and came back in a walking boot. He suffered an injury after stepping on a defender's foot during a game. Turns out, broken foot, the same one that he broke last year. He is done for the season, and that means done for his career. Yeah. Oh, he's. Do you think maybe he was, was kinda, season? Do you think he was kind of hoping for it because
1: <laughs> I think he really just wants to get on, on TV.
0: You think so? Yeah. So if you if you're an Olson owner like me, you may want to look to rookie tight end Ian Thomas, who I didn't even get a chance to pick up. He was the first guy gone in the waivers. He looks to be the starter with Olson out. Titans tight end Delaney Walker missing the rest of the season after dislocated ankle that was suffered in the fourth quarter last week, underwent surgery, and that's that. You might want to look at picking up a Jonu Smith, who expects to be a starter with the injury to Walker. If you've been listening to us over the last few months, you would have known this was going to happen, and it wouldn't have impacted your lineup however. Seattle receiver Doug Baldwin suffered a knee injury during the Seahawks game last week against Denver. Luckily, it wasn't the same knee he injured in rehab last season. It is, however, just another example of things that happen to guys who come back too early and try to play before their injuries are completely healed. They tend to compensate and end up putting more stress on the other parts of their body to take the stress off of the parts that aren't completely healed. Doug Baldwin's going to miss a few weeks at least. Leonard Fournette... Left the game on Sunday with an injured hamstring after rushing for 41 yards on nine carries. The team is optimistic, however, about him after the game. And difficult to imagine Fournette playing this weekend. I can't imagine that hamstring is bad that he's going to be playing. Uh, So TJ Yeldon should be the top free agent if he's not already on a team in your league. Might want to look into him. And finally, in the injury department, Jeremy Hill. Suffered a torn ACL for the Patriots. And he will miss the rest of the season. Um, As if it wasn't obvious on Sunday, sexy Rex Burkhead is going to be the number one guy in New England right now. Uh, He was only receiving small amounts of playing time as well. um, And some special teams action. Other injuries. I thought there was somebody else on there I missed. I can't remember off the top of my head. But... We move on. We move on. Was it the Kenneth Dixon? Oh, Dixon. Kenneth Dixon. Yes, we talked about that. Um, on the phone, but Kenneth Dixon out for the season. He tore something up too. He's just, what? He just can't get healthy. He can't get no. his shit together. Basically, no. Kenneth Booby Dixon. <laughs> yes, Oregon Duck.
1: No, that's not the same Booby Dixon. No.
0: Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Kenneth Dixon. Okay. Yeah. Oregon Duck. Quack quack. Quack attack. Quack attack. Interesting news. Buffalo has named Josh Allen the starting quarterback in week two against the Los Angeles Chargers. Does that shock you? Um, no, I can't believe it took this long. I don't know how you go into a season with a guy named Nathan Peterman as your starting quarterback. I, I totally agree. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, he was Kenneth Dixon. Anyway, back to that, place on injury reserve. Uh, oh, he's he's able to come back week eleven if he's healthy. I don't see that happening. Hmm. All right, more news. Anyone, hopefully, anyone who had Le'Veon Bell on their roster also had to forward thinking to draft James Connor. According to sources, the Steelers will not be rescinding the franchise tag from Bell. That means if Bell wants out of Pittsburgh. He's going to have to play for the team sometime before week 10 of the season. Bottom line looks like this. Bell will end up playing. Uh, No one knows when, though. Offensive line has been thrown him under the bus, uh, including the team's player rep. That's not good. That's not good. And I've been reading a lot of stories. I don't know if you've seen these, about how everybody's saying that the Steelers should work out a deal with the Green Bay Packers to trade Le'Veon Bell for a couple first round picks. Would you do that? Uh no? No?
1: No. Hmm. I would
0: have well. gave up two first round picks for Khalil Mack. Yeah. But did you hear that it was supposed to be two first round picks and Randall Cobb? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Wow. That's the rumor out there. That's why all that news about Randall Cobb being on the trade block was coming around. I thought I thought originally the rumor was two firsts and uh Clay Matthews?
1: Clay Matthews. Really?
0: I would have done that too. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> With all the crying and bitching over the preseason, only one helmet-to-helmet penalty was called during the week one games, and one player was ejected for unnecessary roughness penalty on a hit to Andrew Luck. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. On one hand, I don't think the situation is completely fixed, considering the players still do not completely understand the penalty and how it's enforced, because I don't understand it either. Second... I still think it is evident that star players are getting deference from the officials. There is no way a big-name player would have gotten thrown out of the game with the hit on Andrew Luck that he, that he got. I fear the NFL is turning into the NBA in the way penalties are being called. You agree, right? Sure. <laughs> My rant. (laughs) Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy is likely not to face any criminal charges after the alleged home invasion that left his girlfriend hospitalized. McCoy's former girlfriend suffered multiple injuries after being assaulted during the alleged robbery. The former girlfriend suspected McCoy was responsible for what had happened. Gordon Gordon was hit multiple times in the face with a pistol. We call that pistol whipped. That's pistol whipped and then locked in the bathroom while the suspect fled. Apparently, nothing happens in Georgia if a woman is attacked and the police just cannot figure out who may have done the work, even though there may be a good deal of evidence pointing to some sort of involvement from McCoy. Next. Next. After his impressive showing last Sunday, Joe Mixon of the Bengals looks to get a bigger workload for Cincinnati. Word is that you should look for 22 carries or more in upcoming games, according to Marvin Lewis. How do you feel about that? I like that a lot,
1: because I have him in my work league. Oh, do you? Yeah, I I was pretty high on Joe Mixon this year.
0: I just Mm. couldn't pull the trigger on... No? Making the move? Making the move. Browns receiver Josh Gordon will be starting for Cleveland this weekend, opposite Jarvis Landry. Gordon was apparently on a snap count last week, but that should all change this week. I wouldn't expect many more catches from Gordon, but it is something you need to watch for the future. Jets have said that they knew ahead of time what plays the Lions were going to run. How do you think Matt Patricia felt about like about that after coming from the Patriots, who steal plays and yeah, videotape? Not good. <laughs> Darren Lee had said that the team was calling out the Lions' plays as they were coming to the line of scrimmage. That's a kick in the nuts.
1: That's a kick.
0: <laughs> And how about this one? Martavis Bryant is going to be re-signed by the Raiders. Just 10 days ago, Bryant was released because he couldn't grasp the playbook and he was reportedly under investigation for another drug problem. Bryant is reportedly still facing a year-long suspension for violating the league's substance abuse policy. Cut him as quickly as I could this week. Yeah, you did. I was I was shocked because that was your... That was my,
1: that my was big move last that year. That was your big move. That was gonna be your <laughs> anchor on your,
0: <laughs> on my championship run. That's right. I'm still one and zero though, so I'm okay. I might have to pick the guy up though, just so you know. And that that's it for news and notes, which means what? It's time for say say what what here we go say what. Stay off the weed. Say what? So consider yourself suck. <laughs> <laughs> There's three
2: quarterbacks in this football team. Whichever one starts starts, whichever one's double we'll back them up. We couldn't do diddly-poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We suck. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you.
0: Say what we have. We have three quotes for this week. We're going to do this quick because we got a guy waiting on the line. That's right. For Beat the Hosts. So I'll let you start. Wow, we have a tunnel here. There's just three. Right? Uh, yes. I'm yes. sorry. Okay. That's all right. Whew.
1: Okay, good. I thought I was going to read a lot.
0: <laughs> I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Baltimore
1: offense coordinator Marty Morningweg said of Lamar Jackson that he's concerned that Jackson has taken too many hits. He said, I want to see him slide when he's in between the numbers and step out of bounds when he's outside the numbers. Question, how long is Lamar Jackson going to last as a starting QB in the NFL?
0: And this brings up one other thing. We forgot our question of the week last episode. We didn't do one. Uh-uh. But anyways, maybe we can make one out of these. First, I think the, well, as we know, the the Ravens kept three quarterbacks. Right. Probably one of the only teams in the NFL to do that. Uh, RG3 is the, number, is the backup. Jackson is the number three, but I don't think he's listed as a quarterback. Or maybe he is listed as a quarterback. He's I don't even be, know. Yeah. Well, no, he couldn't be because if he was listed as a quarterback, he'd have to be inactive every week because you can't have three quarterbacks on the active roster. Okay, Uh, He cannot be the quarterback for this team. I don't care where he was drafted. I don't care what he thinks he is. He is not a quarterback. He's not an accurate passer. He's barely over 50% and eight yards per pass completion average in college. For a guy going into first round, that should be much higher. He is, uh, what's his name, Antoine Randall L. Ooh, he's not. He's Cordell Stewart. I'll, I'll go. Cordell's
1: much better than Antoine Randall. Really?
0: Yeah. He's a run-first thinker, just like all the other quarterbacks of his type. And those guys do not last in the NFL. Never have, never will. I think Marvin Lewis telling him, you've got to learn how to slide, is the only way he's ever going to make it as a quarterback, right because you don't give a lot of money and make a first round pick out of a guy that leaves the pocket all the time. I don't think he's a run first guy, but
1: he he definitely has maybe one two reads, and then when they're not there, he takes off he's gone yeah. that happens a lot yeah all right, all right, my favorite former head coach bruce Arians said was asked about saquon barkley yes i saw a few games on tv and he piqued my interest when you're watching him you think he's like 190 pounds then you see that he's 235 pounds and it's like holy shit he's special (laughs) he's special who's
0: special (laughs) i am
1: i am (laughs) question are you as impressed with barkley as aaron's well, I know this answer already. As Aaron's or is Aaron's just a bit overboard
0: with the whole Barkley is great thing? He's a bit overboard. Number one, two thirty-five is not holy shitty special. That's holy shitty. Needs diet. Ooh. He's a running back. This is thunder and lightning stuff. This is okay. This is uh, who was the guy, the Packer or the Badger running back who went to Denver? Thunder and lightning. Ron Dane. Ron Dane. Yeah. Ooh, and. Giants should know about this because they had him for a little while, too.
1: Right. But I think he's pretty special.
0: Arians talked about how all you needed to do was watch Barkley play football in 2017 for Penn State, and you would be impressed. Now, do I need to go over the stats for this again? Sure. Okay. I don't know what's so impressive to Arians. However, a game against Georgia State, not Georgia, Georgia State. He had a grand total of 47 yards. Is that holy shitty special? Indiana, a team he should have lit up every week, he had 56 yards. Rutgers, the Scarlet Knights, who don't even, shouldn't even be in the Big Ten, he had 35 yards. This is last year. I know. Ohio State, maybe the closest to an NFL defense that he faced last year, he had 44 yards. And let's not forget Maryland. Another team that I question how they made into the Big Ten. 77 yards. Now, I'm not saying Barkley can't be good. I'm just saying slow your roll a little bit. He hasn't been all that great in college where he should have lit it up considering all the accolades he's already getting. And he's in college where the talent isn't the NFL talent. His first preseason game, everyone went crazy because he ran for, what, 39 yards on the first play? And They quickly ignored the other three rushes where he gained a total of five yards. Barkley could be something nice, but I'm not holding my breath. So this is the only thing I have going against you. Okay.
1: Against arguably one of the top defenses in the league this past weekend.
0: Okay. Which
1: was who? Jacksonville. Okay. Barkley rushed eighteen times. Yes, for one hundred six yards. What was his long rush? I I understand where you are going with this. It was sixty eight yards. Okay, but what's, what's, what 118 was one hundred eighteen minus sixty eight? One hundred eighteen. So it's uh, so I it came down to they rushed he rushed seventeen times for thirty eight yards after it. Okay,
0: that's not even two yards of rush. Okay, but. He also had I can six, do that.
1: He also had sixty-eight yards on with one a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I don't one know one rush. Everybody fell down on Jacksonville. Okay, he also had.
1: They targeted him six times. Okay. He caught two passes for
0: twenty-two yards on six targets, so he he caught a third of the balls that were thrown to him.
1: For how many yards? Well, you got to remember it was Eli Manning throwing the ball to
0: him. Yeah, I know it's not. It wasn't. He had a eleven-yard average on.
1: Receptions, arguably against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah,
0: show me more. We're not
1: talking about Maryland. Show me more. Okay. Well, no, I I agree.
0: Give them time. (laughs) Okay. And our final one, everybody. Speaking of overrated people. (laughs) Wow.
1: Deshaun Watson said after the loss to the Patriots, I think it was a, it was terrible on my part. I just feel like you can put the L on me. Okay, the question is, should everyone be pumping the brakes on the Deshaun Watson love fest that has been going on since the beginning of the offseason this year? Well, you know
0: know, I was never a huge fan of Deshaun Watson. Right. With that being said, however, I don't think Watson should get all the blame. The offensive line played horribly. They were playing New England, whose defense is a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Thank God I drafted him. Right. Watson was pressured on 23 of 42 dropbacks. That's more than half.
1: Right.
0: It's the highest rate in the past two seasons. Patriots defense had 12 hits on Watson during those dropbacks. So half of his dropbacks, he was getting pounded. Right. On Watson's side, he held the ball way too long. Got to get rid of that ball. He's like, kind of like a black Aaron Rodgers without the accuracy and the talent. Okay. He just holds on to the ball because he's afraid to make a mistake. Right. There's no way Watson should have been getting all the over-the-top praise he's been getting all the offseason. He didn't have anywhere near enough time last year to show what he could do or would have done if he didn't get hurt. And everything that was being said about his this offseason was just mindless speculation. Well,
1: I he's definitely not a – he was projected to be a top he was going to be I thought there, was, there were people remember we second were second to Aaron yeah, Rodgers.
0: There were people talking about taking him number 1 as a number 1 quarterback in fantasy football. Right. I'm like settle down. Yeah. Slow your roll. <laughs> All right, I, I need a break. I got to win some more. Are you ready for some winning? Oh, I'm hoping for we, some winning. We we have a new a new uh beat the host winning bumper song. That's right. Are you ready for Yeah, this? I heard. Here we go.
2: I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? I'm sorry. Winning. I'll be
1: over
0: here, like, winning.
1: We're going to win so much, you may even get tired of winning.
0: That's right. It's time once again for our segment on winning. And, And it's week two. That's right. Beat the hosts, so we're gonna go two and zero oh now with with our new bumper music for the for the segment. I liked it, didn't you? Yeah, and I, Justin gets to uh, be the first person to uh, hear that too, when when he listens back at the show. So I was on, say on
2: yeah. sorry. I was gonna say yeah, because I didn't hear it.
0: Yeah, well, of course not. <laughs> you will though. It's all I pre pre recorded. The magic of of editing. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, it's it's beat the host your chance to win great prizes from the cheddarhead fantasy football podcast all you have to do is beat both Dan and myself last week that did not happen in week 1 i destroyed everybody <laughs> by one wow. by a point
1: okay that's what i thought
2: okay
0: <laughs> doesn't matter how much you win by just that you win and on phone with us this week is justin um, he, he's joining us from Baltimore, Maryland. He's getting ready to watch the Ravens and the Bengals.
2: Yeah. They actually tied, I guess, in their all time series, 22 to 22 games. So it should be a good game.
0: Wow. 44 whole games between those two, huh?
2: I guess so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are the Packers and bears?
2: A ton. Uh,
0: and the Packers well, have them by three. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. even with a one-legged quarterback so
1: justin you weren't you weren't one of those crazy bear fans that you know that were thinking you guys had that game won and everything right should I thought they had won
2: um, no i actually um i was talking with uh, Linda and I told her that you know I hadn't seen this in in years i mean since 1913 we pretty much you know had you guys beat on the head to head but in the last couple of years you took the lead. But in the last probably fifteen years, at least, I mean, I I haven't seen us dominate you guys like that. And so I did kind of think, you know, I was like, oh my god, you know, we could win this. And then when when Rogers came back in and then went down the field, and then I literally turned to Linda and I was like, ah crap, here we go.
0: <laughs> I thought I thought the Bears were going to win that game. Well, over.
1: I I'll I'll have to tell you, that. Um... My wife's coworker, he's a bear fan, and he sent her a text saying something oh. about bear
0: down. Did did he pull a, a Mitch he, Trubisky? He, he, with, with the like calm down, quieting down, yeah, down he, the he, fans. He told
1: he told my wife that it's time to bear down or whatever. Oh, and I'm boy. like, oh come oh, on, There's
0: po- if that's not poking the guy, oh in the hell ice. yeah, oh
1: trust me, I let him know <laughs> after the game was over.
2: Well, and you gotta know, I mean, as a Bears fan, he should know. Living through the Brett Favre era and now the Rogers era, that it's never over until they blow the whistle. Because for some crazy, like magical reason, you guys are able to just, and especially Rogers, come back whether you have, you know, a minute or three seconds.
0: Yeah, well, box. that that's called talent.
2: Uh, well, sometimes it's called luck. But, but...
0: <laughs> oh no, no, the luck that was when when we heard about. Um... What was it, Walter Payton guiding the the field goal kick oh, through the bars?
2: Yeah, I, I remember that night. Okay. I mean, I was like, I whatever you guys,
0: you guys destroying Brett Favre's, um ring of honor night.
2: That was that was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that was
0: cool.
1: Well, I, and Justin, I'm, I'm not here to I'm not meaning to kiss ass or anything, but I think your team is. I I kind of like the way your team is set up right now,
2: it's, dude. How? Mac is an animal. Right? Oh my god! I mean, as
1: soon as he gets in shape, you guys are. You I guys, mean, I
2: knew he, I knew he was good, but when Linda and I were watching the game, I'm like, I had no idea he was this good. Yeah,
0: dude, he was. I told, I told Dan this when we were talking about it after the play was over. But on that Randall Cobb touchdown, Mac was the only guy that had a shot chasing yeah. him down the field. The yeah. only one with with some heart on that freaking team. Chasing him down the field. <laughs> no, and I don't mean that bad. I'm just saying, and for playing a whole game after not being in training camp all season. Yeah,
2: totally. And he was, he fell down at the goal line trying yeah. to tackle him. Yep.
0: Yeah. And he actually got to him.
2: Yeah, it was, it's crazy. And I'm just hoping that he can instill that, you know, with all these other yeah. younger kids and stuff.
0: All right. Well, en- enough talking about the Green Bay Packers, your next Super Bowl champions. Let's get into <laughs> some fantasy football. I'm going to tell you really quickly how this works. We're each going to pick one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, and one tight end. One point for every 10 yards, six or six points for every touchdown. And to make it a little more difficult, we're going to take the top five performers out of each position that you won't be able to pick from. And we're going to use the scoring, uh, the, the statistics from the, the CFFL, and those will be the top five. So we're going to start... And as always, you are the guest. You get to pick your position, and we'll go from there.
2: Um, okay, I think I'm going to go with uh, wide receiver.
0: You're going wide receiver. Wow. I was not prepared for this. I did not see that coming. The top five wide receivers that you will not be able to pick from, Tyreek Hill, Deshaun Jackson, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, and Kenny Stills. And with that being said, we get to my receivers. Here we go, and now we need a pen.
2: There Thank you.
0: Your player will be
2: Keenan Allen.
0: Wow, you, you're just pissing off Dan. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy.
2: Uh, he's got a great matchup uh, this week.
0: Keenan Allen, and as always, we always go through the the must starts and don't bothers. Uh, he was not one of my must-starts, but he is a stud. I like him a lot. Dan, you can have the second pick. No, go for it. You're, I'm not prepared. You're not prepared? <laughs> Jesus. All right, well, I'm going to go with my number one must-start. I'm taking Emmanuel Sanders Ooh. of uh, Denver. Uh, my start of the week, he destroyed the Seattle defense last Sunday with 10 catches, 135 yards, and a touchdown. He should do just as much, if not more, this weekend against a not very good Oakland defense. They looked horrible against the Rams. Horrible. And I think John Gruden made a mistake coming back to coach. Um, He is no longer on the same level as these young guys that he's coaching. The Raiders allowed 86 yards and a touchdown to slot receivers last week. And that is where Sanders lines up. I like Sanders, too. Well, depending on who you take, I think he's going to be the top scoring receiver in our little group. Wow.
1: I did not see that coming. Well, there you go.
0: Well, it's, I, I throw curveballs. That's, <laughs> that's why, right. That's why I win. <laughs> sure. Dan, your receiver. Oh, I'm
1: definitely going, I'm going Julio Jones taking on. Uh, who are they taking on? Carolina.
0: Julio at Jones against Carolina. Yeah, I thought that was a really easy pick. Well, it's there. That's why. Well, that's that's what you do. Um, Julio Jones, like him, you know, I think he's the best receiver in the NFL. Ooh. Yes. Not even close. Antonio Brown? No. no. Antonio Brown's a crybaby. He's the male version of Serena Williams.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) See? Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: My other must-starts for this week, Golden Taint against San Francisco. He had 80 yards and a touchdown last week against a very stout-looking Jet defense. Last week, the San Francisco defense allowed the Vikings slot receivers seven catches and a touchdown. I like Tate to have another very nice outing this weekend. I also like Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, I and I like Jarvis Landry, if everything's cool with his little little injury that he has going on.
2: Well, he's got an injury?
0: Well, I don't know if it's an injury. He just missed practice. You know, when, when, you know it's practice. Okay. Okay. As far as don't bothers for me, Amari Cooper against Denver. He was almost invisible on Monday. Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he earned a mere three fantasy points for his owners, and the Raiders lost to the Rams. This week he plays the Broncos, and it doesn't look like it's going to get any easier for him. Cooper has only thirteen combined catches in his last four games against the Broncos. I also don't like Sammy Watkins against Pittsburgh. His performances, the good ones at least have been extremely rare in the last few years. Last year, he had a mere three catches and only five targets. You simply cannot start this guy unless he shows some effort for the Chiefs. You should also keep on your bench Keenan, Keelan Cole and Devin Funches. Who's Jacksonville
1: playing this week? That Jacksonville
0: doing? plays New England.
1: See, I think he's the type of guy that you want to play because they're going to be playing from behind. Yeah, who's going to throw him the ball? Blake Bortles like he did three or four years ago when he
0: Okay. Alright, well you you All you, right. you can have him if you want to change your pick. Okay. No, I'm I'm good sure. with Julio. <laughs> okay. All right. So that takes us now to the next position. Dan, you want that? Nope. You're up. I'm up. I'm gonna go. Wow, I wasn't expecting this either. <laughs> I'm gonna go running back. Okay. And I'm gonna take my Well, who can you not pick? Oh, that's right. Who can you not pick? Sorry. You can not have Alvin Kamara, James Conner, Isaiah Crowell, Melvin Gordon, or Joe Mixon. All right? With that being said, I'm taking a big must start for me. Chris Thompson versus the Colts. I love him this week. He was amazing last week as he scored 25 uh, fantasy points against Arizona this week. He goes against a Colts defense that gave up 150 yards from scrimmage to Joel Mixon. No, Chris Thompson's not Joel Mixon, but I can't take Joel Mixon. Wow! So I'm taking Chris Thompson.
1: I'm Justin. I'm assuming you're giddy is all get out right now.
2: <laughs> wow!
1: He he pretty much left the whole yeah the whole thing wide open for you.
0: You you yeah. you you can take Jamal Williams if you want him.
2: Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> did you not say Todd Gurley?
0: Todd Gurley is available. Yeah. See, I was, <laughs> is that who you want?
2: I, I mean, am I? Do I pick next? Yes, your pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm. <laughs> I'm really surprised that he's not in the top five.
0: <laughs> well, he's not in the top five, but I mean, this is the first week. We have all these. I mean. You're not going to be able to take Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterback. So I mean,
2: well, to be honest, it was going to be between Gurley. Well, see, when I I went to the NFL and I sorted it by like yards, so I yes. didn't get an idea. Yeah. and Todd Gurley's ranked number two.
0: Yes, but not um, in fantasy scoring though.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I didn't. You're going off uh, CFFL. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so I was going to go with Adrian Peterson, if, honestly, if I didn't have God Gurley, but Gurley it is.
0: All right, Gurley it is. You take take the low-hanging fruit. Some of us <laughs> like to work for our victories.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dan,
1: who would you like? Ooh, wow. I was really looking at Gurley, but <laughs>
0: yeah. I was going to take the low-hanging fruit also. Well, I mean, you were the lowest scoring team. You need the low-hanging fruit. Oh, you, well, oh, I'm just saying.
1: I know that hurts a little bit.
0: <laughs> um, you know what? Since uh, since we're
1: taking on Justin this week, I think you know where I'm going with this. I I think I'm going to take a Jordan
0: Howard. Jordan Howard. Okay. Good pick. You're not trying to win, are you?
2: He's averaging 5.5 yards of carry against Green Bay. Well,
0: yeah, that's Green Bay. That was the first half. No, no, I was the game. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, he didn't do much in the second half. Well,
1: Chicago's playing – they're playing Seattle this weekend, so – That's not a very good defense. Not a good defense anymore. My other –
0: my other must start that I like, Carlos Hyde against New Orleans. It was supposed to be a backfield by committee in Cleveland. Hyde led the running backs in Cleveland with 23 touches, and that accounted for 54% of the snaps. This game looks to be very high-scoring, just like last week's against Tampa. And uh, bad defense in New Orleans, It's it should be pretty nice for Carlos Hyde. Uh, huge fantasy points if you start him this weekend. I also like Deion Lewis against Houston. As far as don't bothers, Jamal Williams against Minnesota. That, that hurts. Yeah. hurts since he's on my team in Dynasty well, League. We'll
1: wait until Aaron Jones comes out of there and...
0: Williams had the most carries last week against the Bears, but only accumulated 47 yards. Bears defense turned out to be stronger than I expected, but they are still no Minnesota defense, which is better. Minnesota had allowed the second fewest fantasy points to running backs last season. I also don't like Derrick Henry versus Houston. He uh, only had 13 less touches and 29 fewer snaps than his teammate Deion Lewis in Tennessee. I also do not like the matchup against Houston. They played pretty good against right. New England. So you're taking Deion Lewis, but you Deion's on your... He's on my start list. Start list
1: because yeah. of the fact that he's... Derrick Henry get... is not very good. Oh, don't say that No,
0: I know. Huh. I also don't like uh, TJ Yeldon or Isaiah Crowell this week. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Dan, you get the third pick. I am going quarterback. Quarterback's... This week, you are not allowed to pick Ryan Fitzpatrick, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Andrew Luck, or Case Keenum.
2: Oh, that was the one I was going to go for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Dan, you get first pick.
1: I, I got to go with the GOAT. Aaron Rodgers? No. Tom Brady.
0: Tom Brady. Wow. Tom Brady it is. Uh, I don't have him listed as a must-start because he's, like, 73 years old. And he he'll be fine. And he uses an illegal, uh, well, in my opinion, something illegal about that guy that helps him out. What's? I don't remember his name. The TB12 guy. Oh, don't worry. He'll be fine. Okay. Justin, you can have the second pick.
2: Uh, I think I'm going to go Ben Roethlisberger.
0: Big Ben For Justin. That was my other choice. Uh, I like him, too. I expect Um, a big
1: bounce back from him.
0: Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he won it for me last week, you know. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Me, it's my turn. I am going to go Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you are not. I am. Patrick Mahomes against Pittsburgh. He lit up the Chargers last week with precision long bombs and on-target short throws. Did you not see the highlights of him? This week he goes against the Steelers, who allowed a horrible Tyrod Taylor, or Tyrod, to rack up 24 fantasy points last week. I like Mahomes to continue his week one onslaught with the help of a little Tyreek Hill. And there's another victory for me. I also like Jared Goff against Arizona. Uh, He is at home against one of the worst defenses in the league. Alex Smith required, or acquired 19 fantasy points last week in Arizona, and last year opposing quarterbacks averaged 18.6 points against the Cardinal defense. Also, give me Jimmy Crapopolo against sure. the Lions. Okay. Don't bother for me, Ryan Fitzpatrick against Philadelphia. Do not fall for last week's output. The one huge mistake fantasy owners make all over the leagues are chasing points. Fitzpatrick will come back to reality this week and become the Ryan Fitzpatrick we all know and love. A bearded, (laughs) happy-go-lucky Ivy Leaguer. There you go. He's going up against an Eagles defense that has only allowed an average of 14 points to opposing quarterbacks last season. Also, don't like Derek Carr. No longer the bright, shining star that everybody was seeing when he was drafted. In three career starts in Denver, Carr has averaged only 145 yards passing and 9.9 fantasy points per game. Also keep on your bench Nick Foles because he's horrible and Sam Bradford because he's only got one leg and he's 74. He's Sam Bradford. One year older than Tom Brady. Or just, I don't know. Oh, I did say that didn't sound right. <laughs> Which brings us to tight ends. And Justin... You get the first pick on tight ends. The ones you cannot choose from, Jared Cook, uh, whatever a Will Disley is, Rob Gronkowski, George Kittle, and Eric Ebron.
2: Man, uh, really, it's just kind of like a bunch of turds out there, right? (laughs) Well, well, there are. There are. Uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Reed.
0: Jordan Reed. He is my... My one of my must starts this week. Oh, good Jordan job, Jordan Reed. Last weekend he finally showed some of the production everyone was expecting from him. Over the previous seasons, we are talking fifteen fantasy points from a tight end against the Cardinals. This week he faces the Colts, who have a defense as just as bad as the Arizona Cardinals. Indianapolis has allowed almost twelve fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends when on the road. Dan, your pick.
1: Whew, I am not ready for this one. Okay. In my head, I want to go Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like banged up too, isn't he? Yeah, I think he is a little bit. Um, I'm going off the board here, and I'm going to go... Off the board?
2: <laughs> I want Ed West. <laughs> Not that far off okay. the board.
1: <laughs> I think I'm going to go Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert. Oh. And I don't know if he's done anything yet today or tonight. Now game hasn't started yet.
0: You can have so Tyler, so Eifert, then. Which leaves me with me. And I'm going to go with my other must start for this week. Oh, no. Jared Cook against Denver.
2: You, you said you couldn't take him. Why? Jared is, Cook.
0: Is he, he's the number one guy. Oh, yeah. I don't want Jared Cook.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's still
0: one of my must starts. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, I, I, no wonder why we win all I'm the time. Because you cheat. All right, it was a mistake. God. All right. Well then, I'm going to go. a bunch of cheating today. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with the Red Rocket on the Green Bay Packers. I forgot his name. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I was all excited about Jared Cook. that have been a hell of a pick, but <laughs> I'm taking Jimmy Graham. But as far as Jared Cook goes, the problem with Jared Cook is that he is inconsistent. But someone has to catch the passes in Oakland since no one else is going to do it. Last week, it was Cook. Your boy's going to be there now, Mart- Martavis Bryant. Yeah, for a week. Okay. Then he'll be suspended for a year. Okay. Last week, Denver gave up a combined 22 fantasy points to opposing tight ends, one of which was some guy named Will Disley. Who as hell is Will Disley? A tight end for Seattle. <clears throat> I also like David Joku going against the Saints. Don't bother for me, Will Disley. <laughs> Think Ryan Fitzpatrick, and you have a Will Disley. There's no way the Will Disley we saw last week is the Will Disley we're going to get this week. I just so, want to keep saying Will Disley. So Will Disley won't be in our top five is what you're saying. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you he will not be top five next week. Is that a rainbow? Boy, I'm really <laughs> tempted. Again, always remember, do not chase fantasy points. It'll kill you. Disley saw 58% of the snaps against Denver. That isn't going to be good enough for him against the Bears. Dull Bears. Dull Bears. Antonio Gates against Buffalo. Let's face it, Gates is old and only on the team because of the loss of Hunter Henry. Gates does not belong in the league. He is old and slow. He was only on the field for 23 routes versus Kansas City. Other tight ends I don't like, Kyle Rudolph against Green Bay ooh, and Eric Ebron against Washington. I kind of
1: like Rudolph against Green Bay.
0: So that's it. Let me go over to teams one more time. Justin. Big Ben, Todd Gurley, Keenan Allen, Jordan Reed, Dan, Tom Brady, Jordan Howard, Julio Jones, Tyler Eifert, and the winner, the guy who's undefeated this (laughs) year so far, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes, Chris Thompson. Emmanuel Sanders. Jared Cook. Well, <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Graham. <laughs> that's it. I'll have the website updated after the if we get done with the podcast. And then uh if you win, we'll be sending you your prizes, which are an autographed picture of us. Of course. And your very own maybe one or maybe we'll give you maybe two of each. Two bottle of each. bottle and can koozies, as your wife taught me. Have oh, we nice. have we seen those yet? Not yet. They haven't read. Bottling can koozies with with our so we're promising beautiful something logo. We don't haven't received well, yet. We'll we'll get them. Okay. <laughs> She's making progress. She's making progress. very cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you again sometime.
2: Thanks, guys. Good luck to you too. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that.
1: Clark, they
0: don't play the same games here that they do at them regular casinos. Okay, you know, he's off the phone, right? Yeah. Now that I looked this over a little bit, I probably should have taken Todd Gurley. <laughs> you think?
1: <laughs> can I also say I, one other I, thing? I forgot though? about that. I, I, I didn't want to put that out there, though. Can I, can I say also, you kept saying about chasing points.
0: Yes. You think that's what I did with Patrick Mahomes? And? Chris Thompson?
1: And? Who? Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, he's a stud. Oh. He's the only guy on the team. I just, boy.
0: No? You're worried for me this week? I think you week?
1: did a lot. Well, no, I, I can't. <laughs> I didn't. I sucked this past week.
0: I, I'm worried for you because all that money you made last year in gambling? Yeah, I blew it. You blew it last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah. You got. No, it.
1: I after I looked at it, I'm like, ooh, Tom Brady, yeah, he's 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 the greatest quarterback of all time. But that's gonna be a tough defense. But I'm really hoping Belichick's got a good he's got game some, plan. He
0: beat him in the AFC. All, as long as uh, Gronk's healthy, Gronk's yeah. healthy, so so um, we're doing our bets. Yep. Um, if you want to. Go on the website, mycffl.com, and look over our bets from last week. Yeah, don't look Uh, at mine. Don't look at the right side of the page. Uh, You had one right and one push. Everything else was a big L. So you're saying I had... There's a lot of red on your side. (laughs) Yeah, there is. Only nowhere to go but up. Yep. So we're going to make some picks. We're going to give you our reasons for why we like these picks. Um, When it comes to college, we've been on air for a long time, so I'm just giving you my picks, and that's going to be it. Yep. Deal? Deal. But we'll... I got some analysis that I put together for I know the you NFL have way bets.
1: too much analysis and maybe I should go to that. <laughs> I should but do a
0: little research.
1: <laughs> just so you know I have a lot of I like the
0: Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of NFL picks, so I'm gonna okay. let you just do your whole I have list. six. You do
1: your whole list and I'll
0: Okay. I got Indianapolis plus six against Washington. I actually like Washington in this game. However, too much going on to give up six points. I mean, we know it's going to be raining in D.C. Right. With the after effects of hurricane flow. Washington is returning from a big West Coast road game, and they're going to play an early game on Sunday in Washington, D.C. Right. Luck, although he's not going to be a top-ten quarterback, (laughs) he's likely to keep the Colts close in his game, although I don't believe there's going to be a lot of throwing if the weather is as bad as everyone expects. Which is why I took a Chris Thompson. See? Things go together. You use way too much logic.
1: But if you're me, (laughs) you have to play Andrew Luck because that's your only quarterback to play.
0: So Indianapolis plus six. So I'm hoping the rain holds up. Do you have that game? No. I have Atlanta minus six against Carolina. This is like one of those setup games to me. I agree. Everyone thinks that uh, you take Carolina because they beat Dallas last week and Atlanta struggled to score in the red zone against Philly. But I like the Falcons this week because of two major factors. One, Luke Keekley looks like he might be out yep. with an injury, and Greg Olson is out, out. for the Panthers' offense. If Ryan and the Falcons' offense can get some scoring in the red zone, this should be an easy win for the Falcons. Right? Couldn't agree more. Atlanta 26, Carolina 20. Ooh. That's Ooh, a push. That's a push. Atlanta, 28. <laughs> Carolina, 20. My, my next game.
1: Is that like the Jared Cohen? Oh, <laughs> okay. shit.
0: Chargers against Buffalo. Oh, this is my team. I have the Chargers minus 7.5. The Bills are a mess right now. Yep. So much of a mess that they've taken out their stud quarterback, Nathan Peterman, <laughs> to put in rookie Josh Allen. And the Cleveland Browns are a mess too just like that the Buffalo Bills are as much of a mess as the Cleveland Browns are and that mess centers around their ability inability to understand that they have a franchise quarterback that was just drafted this year and they refuse to give them the time to play them except for this team Buffalo like I said starting Josh Allen um all kinds of action coming in from the public on Buffalo I have no idea why um Chargers tend to come out flat in games that they should easily win. True. That might be part of the reason. True. Just think Cleveland Browns game 2016. The Chargers may also look at be looking ahead to next week's game against the Rams. Either way, I like the Chargers in this game. You can bring up all the odd stats you want. But when you put the players on the field, the Chargers are just further ahead, more talent. My next game, Kansas City plus five against Pittsburgh. I don't understand how the Steelers are favored in this game. The Chiefs are packed with speed burners, and they're going up against an old and slow Steeler defense. Still no sign of Le'Veon Bell. She won't be playing. No. Nope. And the team looks to continue a downhill slide into team turmoil. Pittsburgh is going to try to avoid the dreaded 0-1-1 start to the season, but they just don't have the power anymore. Vegas is hoping that the public jumps all over the Chiefs, but I think this might be one of those times when Vegas has it wrong. Kansas City is way underrated. I'd like the Chiefs to win this game outright. 34-21. Wow. To 21. I didn't see that coming. No, you don't think that? No, I'm going opposite of you. You're going Pittsburgh on that one?
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> They're at home. Yes. Uh, Big Ben plays way better at home. Yes. It's. I mean, the stats are out there.
0: Weren't they at home? Oh, no, they were in Cleveland. last week. They were week. in
1: Cleveland last week. Um, the only thing going against him is it's a one o'clock game, and there's also stats out there that he does not play well at on, at the noon games.
0: Hmm. Um, a lot of stats where he's not playing well. Remember, you were yeah. telling me last week that he wasn't going to. He doesn't play well against Cleveland on the road. He doesn't do this well. He doesn't do that well. He can't run.
1: Yeah, but they got the Terminator there, and he's <laughs> running
0: well. <laughs> Oh, man. What's your next game? Um, speaking of Cleveland, oh, I have New Orleans minus 9 against Cleveland. Yes, the Browns tied the Steelers. Woo-hoo! Wow, you're going for an ass-whooping here. <laughs> yeah. That result says more about the Steelers than it does the Browns. The Browns just are not good enough right now, and they continue to walk down this idiotic path of Terod Taylor playing over Baker Mayfield. This game could get ugly and ugly quick. I like the Saints running up the score here after... What happened to them last week? They want to prove something. Uh, They took Tampa for granted last weekend, and that's a mistake that you just don't make twice. There's no way Fitzpatrick should have done what he did against any team. I love the Saints, 28-17. to You? Are you done? Yeah. I I have one more game. Okay, go for it. New England minus two against Jacksonville. As annoying as it is, Tom Brady just wins games. Yep. You cannot argue with it. Yes, the Jaguars have really good defense, but Brady is 11-3 and three against the spread when favored by fewer than three points. That's all I need. New England, 24-17. to 17. Okay. <laughs> Your picks for the NFL.
1: I'm taking the Steelers over the Chiefs. At home. Oh, I have the Chiefs. Yes. I am taking the Buccaneers, getting the three against Philadelphia. I didn't like that game. I was scared. I d- <laughs> Nick Foles is not the same Nick Foles. Okay. As that won the Super Bowl. Right. Um, I just like Tampa Bay. Uh, I, I agree with you with the Atlanta Falcons. I think this is their game to win. I hope so. I do, too. <laughs> I got a Devontae Freeman. I'm glad he's healthy. <laughs> uh okay. I agree with you with the Chargers and the Bills. I'm going Chargers. I love the offense. Yeah, you've sc- been
0: saying that all all offseason.
1: Yeah. Scared scared a little scared about the defense without Joey Bosa. Um I think they also have a uh defense back that's out. Um I think Detroit's gonna rebound from their loss this we week. You do?
0: Yeah. How? You hear the stories about how the team is already tired of Matt Patricia. They don't like his practices. They don't like the way he does things. I think Stafford should have told you that before you made your pick. No, I, I, <laughs>
1: I think Stafford's just going to throw the ball and throw the ball and then carry on, wayward son. Oh, I hope so. Is I I think he's the real deal. Okay, um, I'm going against you with the Patriots. I know I'm. I know it's what? a shocker. Going Jacksonville plus two. I'm taking Jacksonville to win this game. I it's you didn't hear my it's mind blowing on my thought process on this, but it just seems like the type of game that Bill Belichick would not be disappointed if they lost.
0: You didn't hear my Tom Brady's 11 and 3 against the spread when favored by two points or less? No, I you know me, I don't listen. Yeah, you don't really. Yeah, that's (laughs) why you have all that red on your side. That's right.
1: Okay, then my final game. I'm taking those Chicago Bears. I'm bearing down on Monday night. On Monday night, I like the Bears against Seattle.
0: Wow, that's that, and it's time now. You have any college picks?
1: I'll just go through those real quick. Yeah, you
0: too. I'm going to do the same thing
1: because I have no rhyme or reason. On. And
0: it's been a long show. We got a club waiting to get you a drink.
1: I'm I'm taking Notre Dame over Vanderbilt. Notre Dame giving up 14. Okay. I'm not going to get caught with that one again. (laughs) Like you did against Michigan? Yeah, like you did against Michigan. Uh, I like Auburn giving nine against LSU. I think Auburn's got a chance to be in the top four. Okay. I think BYU is going to cover the 21-and-a-half against Wisconsin. I I don't see that. It seems like one of those trap games for the Badgers. Uh... Wow, I didn't pick a lot of... Okay, I'm stay- sticking with Ohio State, and...
0: You think they're going to cover against TCU, huh? Yeah.
1: Wow. I think they're... Good? Really good. I think they're pissed off because their <laughs> coach isn't there.
0: Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't be breaking the law. Yeah,
1: I hear you. I I like Washington over Utah. Okay. Minus seven. And this one I really just because I like Herm Edwards. I'm taking Arizona State, giving the five against You're San Diego. You're buying
0: into the Herminator, I'm huh? I'm buying into the Herminator. All right, my picks. I have Memphis minus 27.5 against Georgia State, the team that Saquon Barkley only got 44 yards against last year. <laughs>
1: oh, God, here we go.
0: <laughs> I have Rutgers plus three against Kansas. Yes, Rutgers isn't that good, but they are got to be better in Kansas. I have Miami minus 10.5 against Toledo. I have Wisconsin covering the 21.5 against BYU. BYU is not very good this year. Okay. I have Oregon minus 41.5 against San Jose State. Oregon is going to win the Pac 12 and quite possibly make the playoffs this year. Over Washington? Yes. Okay. I have Washington minus 7 against Utah. Same as you. Those are our picks. Remember. So you're saying I got a chance? Yeah. Okay. Only bet as much as you can afford to lose, and it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. And you can check out the picks on, on the website, mycffl.com, under the sports investing tab. Which means you hear, you hear the music, run, don't you? It's time to get a drink down, and look at it go. This is actually going to go really quick because I couldn't really find a lot on her other than the fact that, you know. She's just really hot. Yeah, and this is the kind of people you look at when you don't have cable.
1: Can I, I got to be honest with the crowd. Yes. Or with the listeners here. Yes. I, (laughs) on the previous segment, I was actually thinking about taking Baltimore.
0: Yeah. Are they getting their ass kicked?
1: They're getting beat 14-0. Really?
0: Yes. Please tell me it's Joe Mixon. No, it's, I
1: Flacco must have had an inter, interception.
0: Okay, for a touchdown? Uh, let me look here. Oh, that's not good because I think I started Baltimore's defense in my, one of my leagues.
1: Even better. Your favorite guy, except for when he's on your team. Has A.J. Two, Green? Has two touchdowns. Already. Get the hell out of
0: here. <laughs> I have him on my team and he snaps
1: S- a knee. Yep. But Flacco's got an interception already. Oh, uh, Alex Collins is starting off the game pretty well. Four rushes for 23 yards. Wow. Uh, but that's about
0: all the offense they got. And with that, I need a drink. But I had Weird. To be honest. Time for Fantasy Girl of the Week. And like I said, this one has to do with the fact that I didn't have cable last week. Ended up watching a lot of crime dramas. You watch a lot of network TV. That's all I could watch. Right. And you didn't you know, watch grit TV? I, I try to. I can't handle black and white cowboy movies. Oh, you can't? No. No, but Speaking I watch my father in Ion coming. TV. Oh yes. That's where all the crime dramas are.
1: Yep. Yeah. I got my father in law's coming in town <laughs> next week. And, and I'll be watching a, You'll be lot, watching of, a lot of you be watching a lot of grit TV. Oh
0: God. Uh check out the Fantasy Girl on the website, mycffl.com, under the Fantasy Girl tab. You got a fantasy girl you want to have on there? Send us an email, cffpodcast at homemail.com or dan at strap, 1971 at yahoo.com. This week's fantasy girl, Muriel Valera. 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 She's a model and an actress, born in Cartagena, Cartagena, Colombia, in 1991. She's best known for, known for her roles in Model Latina. An NCIS Los Angeles. She is currently jet-setting for work be- between Miami and Los Angeles. Oh, you need pictures. Yes, I do. What the hell? I forgot about that. Here we go. Muriel Valera. You ready? You need one here that some. I need some, a little, little cleavage, action. maybe. Hmm. Do-do-do-do. Muriel, Muriel, where is your... we're guys everyone (laughs) this is bad radio because i didn't plan on this little ahead of time huh (laughs) anyways cartagena columbia it means you know that's like a a drug place isn't it i would think so yeah um
1: here while you're doing this i got a little update here okay this is a little shocking i think seattle's Jumping the shark, maybe? oh, who did they bring in? They brought in free agent linebacker Michael Kendricks. Wow. Can Is you he, isn't he retired? Uh <laughs> I think he's going to prison maybe. Oh. For the insider trading that he got busted with. Okay. Um but maybe like Oakland, they're thinking they might as well try to get as much out of him try to get something. Before he does.
0: Yeah. Well, it's going to have to be this one, I think. Okay. It's the best I could do for oh, you. that's pretty good. It's all right? That's all right. The gorgeous Colombian model actress stands 5 foot 9 inches tall. She has dark brown hair, brown eyes. She wears a size 2 dress. Hmm. And her measurements are... Muriel Valera. What's her size again? Size 2. Size 2 and weight... I don't have a weight. Oh, Five foot, is. nine inches.
1: I go with the the best I got is 32B. 32C. Oh. <laughs> Waist. That's probably about right right there. Yeah. I'll say 23.
0: 24. Ooh, a little chunky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just said that. And her <laughs> hips. Now oh, she's, again, Latin.
1: Latin, so we got to go big on the hips. I'm going 36. 34.
0: 32 you C. set me up. 24-34. Your fantasy girl of the week, Mario Valera, everyone. And that's it. Week two of fantasy football season. It's upon us. The games have already started. Baltimore versus Cincinnati. 14 nothing right now, Cincinnati. Um, Yeah, I'm not happy about that. Uh, Questions, comments, concerns? Email us at cffpodcast, or Dan at? Update. Oh, no. Cincinnati 20.
1: Oh, God. Baltimore 0.
0: <sighs> Dan at? Strap1971 at yahoo.com. And again, if you want to be on the Beat the Host segment, send us an email to either one of those. Let us know. We'll get you in. Um, until next week, hope you have a good week, and we'll talk to you then. Be good. Bye-bye.